At the time I was born again, I owned a small business in Dallas, Texas, American Indian Arts Business. My bookkeeper's husband was a professor at Dallas Theological Seminary. I began to have what we called satanic attacks. I called Walt, and he came and talked to me. And he said to me, Joan, all you need to do is put on the whole armor of God. And I said, well, fine, how do I do that? I was a new Christian. I had no idea what Walt was talking about. And he couldn't tell me. It must have been a couple of years later before I saw Ephesians chapter 6 and God opened my eyes to see the parts of the armor of God that we live in. At that time when those attacks were happening, I would just go to my apartment. I had women that worked for me and they could keep the shop going. I would go to my apartment and I would get in bed and I would just say, praise God, thank you for my salvation. Praise God, thank you for my salvation. Praise God, thank you for my salvation. And the heaviness and the depression would leave. Ephesians chapter 6, we will look at the parts of the armor of God. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. I know some people that try to be strong in themselves. That won't work. You'll fail that way. But if you're strong in the Lord, the word of God, and turn to him and cling to him and ask him for help, that will work. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord, the word, and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God, Dress yourself in these things that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins skirt about with truth. Truth. What is truth? Jesus is truth. The word of God is truth. What God tells you about the situation is truth. Truth can be a scripture. Truth can be what God says directly to you. Matthew chapter 16, 
the disciples came to Jesus, and Jesus said to them, Who do men say that I am? And they said, Oh, some say you're John the Baptist, or Elias, or one of the old prophets. Jesus said, But who do you say I am? Peter spoke up and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus said to Peter, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father which is in heaven. There's a complete difference between words spoken by human beings and times when God specifically shows us the truth although he can use a human being to speak to us and our eyes can be opened by God at that time. And Jesus said, Upon this rock, the rock of the word of revealed by God, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against that word that is revealed by God from heaven. So have your life surrounded by truth of the Word of God. Having on the breastplate of righteousness. God showed me that one time what that righteousness meant. I was reading Isaiah chapter 54 verse 17. No weapon formed against thee will prosper. And every tongue that rises against you, you will condemn. For this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. God opened my eyes to see that righteousness. It's that word that God speaks to us, that we hear and do. That's the righteousness of God because it's God who authored what we're doing. And have your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. It is so important to learn to live in peace. We're not out there protesting against the evil, as some do. Stay home and pray and live in peace. Verse 16, and above all, taking the shield of faith. Faith is simply hearing the word of God and believing it and doing it. Shield of faith. God says, I will never fail thee nor forsake thee. Do you believe that? God said, I will provide all your need. Do you believe that? God says, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who giveth to all liberally and abradeth not, and it shall be given them. Do you believe that if you don't know what to do, you can sit there and pray and ask God how to handle the situation, and he will show you? James 1.5, it says, it shall be given you. 
Faith is simply believing that which God says. So verse 16 says, Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Do you have times that you just feel pulled down and lifeless? You can turn it around by thanking God for the things that you're grateful for. Just begin to thank God for everything in your life for which you are grateful. When you do that, the devil will flee from you. And take the helmet of salvation. Think about the times you were born again. Think about your salvation and how it is not in yourself and what you do, but it's in what God has done through the blood of Jesus. And you are saved through believing by faith in what Jesus did. And take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. So those are the parts of the armor of God. Prayer, the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, salvation, the shield of faith, living in peace, living in truth, the truth of God, what God has said about the situation, keeping your mind stayed on that word, and doing what God tells you to do, which is righteous. So we dress ourselves in all of these parts of the armor of God. But if you forget and the devil begins to pull you down, you can turn it immediately just by thanking God for the provision he has given you for your family, for your friends, for your salvation for all the promises of God in the Bible. When you begin to do that, the devil will flee from you. There's a scripture in 1 Peter chapter 5. Start at verse 6. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. Humble yourself, pray. When you pray, you submit yourself to God. When you pray, you humble yourself. It's not that you can take care of everything in the pride of man. You humble yourself by asking God to help you. Casting all your care upon him. Verse 8, 
Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion walketh about, seeking whom he may devour, whom resists steadfast in the faith. He walks around just seeking whom he can devour, just waiting till he has an opportunity to cause you to be a little bit depressed, a little bit doubtful, a little bit negative. Those are all tools of the devil. And when you relax and fall into his trap, you'll become eaten alive by those fears and those things that he will bring. So it says, be sober, be vigilant, watch about it, don't fall into this. The minute fear comes, what do you do? Turn to God, what do you want me to do about this? Help me. Have faith in God. Every time we pray, we put our trust in God. We are basically saying, I have a problem, and I'm going to trust in you. Please show me what to do and help me. And devils will really try to attack you. But if you immediately thank God and call on God for help, they're going to flee from you. Thank you for allowing me to share with you today.